Podcast. My name is Andy Spateri, joined as always by the one and only Dakota Lasky. Dak, how was your new year? How you doing? My new year was pretty, pretty good. Pretty good. I mean, it was super low key. Didn't really do anything, and you know, just played some games. But otherwise, yeah, it was uh, nice and relaxing. I guess pretty uneventful. But you know, that go that's that's the theme for a lot of these holidays of the past year. But we're in 2021, and yeah, it was it was it was all right. Not too bad. I did watch the new movie Soul, which I really recommend. That was really good. That Disney Pixar movie. I mean. I mean, the animation is crazy good. I haven't. It's one of the best animated movies I think I've ever seen. So highly recommend mm-hmm. that. Watched them a lot of movies. I watched uh, that. I watched Tenant, which was pretty good, um, if confusing, but pre- uh, you know, pretty entertaining watch. Not sure if I'd go back and watch it too much, but I like to watch it again. Uh, Shrek, another animated classic, and uh, Vantage Point. I don't know if you've ever seen that with. Um, Tennis Quaid and a bunch of other people. But anyway, yeah, watch a bunch of movies, some games, and uh, here I am on the other side of the holiday break, getting back to work and all that. How are you doing? Oh, you know, can't uh, can't complain. I've been. Um, I watch. I feel like I watched a lot of movies in the last little bit too. A lot of like a lot of sci-fi. I rewatched all the Blade Runners. A lot uh, rewatched Judge Dredd and RoboCop and. Lots of good stuff. I finally finished Altered Carbon Season 2, so nice. got my sci-fi in. I got some uh, some good games going on um, as well. I finished Pikmin 3, which mm. is just so, so, so fun. Um, so, yeah, I can't uh, can't complain. Can't complain. Uh, it was, yeah, definitely a quiet quiet New Year's. Actually, I, I've been dabbling a little bit in, um, in Super Smash Bros. lately, which I hadn't for a long, long time. And it's kind of funny to me that, like, um now when i play smash i'm actually like really into the the collecting the spirits and stuff like that which isn't what i thought i would be when i when i first saw them i thought they were kind of lame but yeah i've got all the spirits now so i I tried my hand at at ridley the other day and got destroyed um (laughs) so still got a long ways to go before i'm even somewhat competent but yeah it was uh it it was a it was pretty fun to get back into smash i forgot how fun that was but um yeah it's uh it's the first new show of the year 2021, and I'm hoping for, you know, I'm hoping for some good things. Uh, you know, before we uh, before we get going here, we should really thank everybody for, you know, all of your support, all your kind words, all your, uh, everybody who listened to the Omega Metroid podcast in the year 2020. Um, the year 2020 was kind of a, a miss in a lot of ways, but one of the highlights for me was really starting this podcast and, and connecting with all of these other Metroid fans out there. I know that there's not a ton of us, but I feel like us fans out there are really passionate and really into Metroid. So that was a pleasure. If you listen to the to the podcast in 2020, uh, thank you very much. And we can't wait to share what we got going on for, for 2021. Yeah, uh, at the very least, it gives us something to look forward to every week, you know? So that's <laughs> that's pretty decent. So yeah, thanks for listening. And it's been cool doing the show. I'm glad that we got together and started doing this and... Haven't missed a beat except one week, which I think is pretty solid, you know, going almost every single week since we started this up back, you know, almost a year ago. We're approaching that year mark, which is pretty crazy to think about how long, how long and yet how quickly 2020 went by. But that being said, you know, there's still a lot more to go and hopefully by, you know, our hundredth or two hundredth or maybe three hundredth episode, we'll have a new Metroid game to talk about. 
and then we'll have a lot of content to do. So I'm looking forward to that as well. Uh, I, maybe maybe 500. I think the the latest release date that Amazon gave us for Metroid Prime Four was uh, sometime in 2023. So maybe they know something that we don't. <laughs> I, will... I love those. I love those release dates. Oh my god, they're so funny. I hope. I mean, I'll literally be like almost if not like 30 years old if that's the case when this game comes out which is um pretty pretty disappointing but (laughs) hopefully it comes hopefully it's just good when it comes out but hopefully it comes out sooner than that uh i agree i agree wholeheartedly 100 percent. as you alluded to we have had a, a very successful run of shows and we haven't missed any weeks except for one and that was uh, two weeks ago, and that was due to a technical snafu. So we are here today to right that wrong. We are re-recording that episode, kind of. Um, the episode that we had originally recorded, and then we had our, our technical snafus, we delved back into the world of cut Metroid Prime content. And what we covered was Metroid Prime 2, but what we found while we were recording before it kind of all went to hell <laughs> was that... A lot of that stuff was actually present in Metroid Prime 1.5. So today we are just uh, we're just running straight towards Metroid Prime 3 Corruption, and we are going to be covering all of the cut content that uh, that Mama Robotnik over on Reddit has assembled for us. Um, again, if you have not checked out this thread of cut content in the Metroid series, um, it's a series of images, storyboards, text, etc., of uh, ideas that were kicked around and ultimately not used. And I can't recommend reading it enough. I'll put the link to this in the show notes. I'll tweet it out. So I really encourage you guys to to open this up and follow along with us as we go. But yeah, here we are. We are we are gearing up for Metroid Prime 3 Corruption deck. And I guess we should just start right at the top. Why don't you take us away? Yeah, well, first, first, this was on NeoGAF. So put some respect on Mama Robotnik's first original Oh, thread. yeah, you're right. Wow. Yeah. All the way back to the day on NeoGAF. But yeah, so we're doing some corruption. I'm sure there's some like Hunters and Toon Metroid content stuff too that I'm sure if we don't talk about to, like today, we'll talk about maybe in another episode. And then that way we could maybe circle back to some of the stuff we didn't talk about from Echoes because there was a little stuff we didn't cover that we just unfortunately couldn't get to due to what happened. But yeah, so we're going to start off with Metroid Prime 3 Corruption, the third Metroid Prime main Metroid Prime game. And, I mean, despite it not being one or two, I still really love Corruption. It's still such a really solid game. Absolutely awesome game. And there was a lot of it that that didn't make, you know, final production. And it starts off, at least on this thread, with what looks like a a, a cutscene, like, storyboard, right? Which seems to have almost nothing to do with what ends up being included in Metroid Prime 3. If you remember, the introduction to Metroid Prime 3 is, is pretty similar to... The first Metroid Prime, you know, it has like this bluish white like bug in the background, like looks like x-rays and like a really like very similar to Metroid Prime like intro song and um, has nothing like this. You know, the thread talks about it and like having a James Bond-esque opening scene with like Samus fighting Kraid, which looks cool, but has almost nothing to do with what Metroid Prime 3 ends up being. So I'm not surprised they didn't go with it. Obviously, Kraid's not in Corruption. But it looks kind of cool. What, what do you think about this? Well, I mean, you know that I love anything with my boy. Yeah. So I, I'm all about this. Um, I don't know if that's actually Kraid or not. It certainly bears some similarities, oh, but there's, yeah. there's some differences too. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, 
you're, you're right. It's not it's not surprising that they ended up cutting it because you know this monster is nowhere to be found in this game. So and and I don't know. I feel like corruption really is kind of the the climax of the of the story of of light versus dark, Samus versus dark Samus. So to kind of have your title screen with Samus going up against like this giant monster, I, I think would have been out of place. Uh, if they had replaced this with an Aurora unit, I could have seen that maybe make a little bit more sense and keep that. But yeah, I'm not surprised that they cut this. But um, I do love that we get like Bug Crate here. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it looks cool. And I like the like the end shot, like Metroid Prime 3. Like It looks like if this was going in a much different direction, like this would be cool. Um, but yeah, it's not very you know, reminiscent of what the actual Metroid Prime 3 is or its intro. So still looks really cool. I, I guess it's not like, yeah, like you said, it's not necessarily crazy. But I would say if I had to pick a Metroid character that it was <laughs> most resembled, I would have to, I, I would put my oh, money on Kraid. Oh, for sure. So, yeah. Um, and, and speaking of another Metroid enemy that we certainly can notice resembles another one we know of crocomire is just straight up mentioned in this thread yes. as well there's some crocomire crocomire concept art here it looks like a bunch of different poses and whatnot and so this like i guess is being tied to metroid prime 3 so it, i mean this could have been from any of the metroid primes right it doesn't look like it's particularly like tied to one metroid prime game but it seems like it's suggesting that it could be or speculating that this could be for Metroid Prime 3. A bunch of different forms for Crocomire and poses, up to 19 of them. And, I mean, some of them are, are pretty wildly different from the other ones. Like in the first image, Crocomire looks like a, like a, a grasshopper and then has like a fish form. And, and these, like, I mean, his body is completely like warped and, and changed and all these different kinds of Crocomires. Almost look looking, looking like different like forms of Metroids and whatnot or... Or other creatures, but really interesting stuff. I don't know how that would have worked in Prime Three, or or if it like would have made sense to do it. Um, but I think it would be cool to have maybe like a, a transforming Crocomire or all these different forms of Crocomire showing up for some reason. I don't know. It would have been cool if they figured that out somehow. Yeah, yeah, totally. And you kind of took the words out of my mouth when I was looking at this. I was like, man, they kind of look like Metroid evolutions, especially like number twelve. It kind of looks like the uh, like the Queen. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I, I think that this would have been cool. I. Yeah, I'm kind of conflicted on how I feel about guys like like Crocomire coming back and stuff like that. Because on one hand, I feel like, okay, well, they were native to Zebus, so it doesn't really make sense that they're showing up on, like, like Brio or Alicia or anything like that. But on the other hand, like, I also don't really care that much. So, like, I would just be happy to see him back. Um, because I feel like you kind of get, you know, Fantoon shows up out of nowhere, but maybe that makes a little bit more sense because he's, like, this spectral being. But he shows up on the bottle ship. You got Ridley, of course, going on to all these different stories and games and stuff like that. So, I think it would have been cool to have uh, to have Croc come back. Maybe what they could have done too is like, and I don't know why I thought this, but I always kind of got the impression that like Crocomire was like this mama crocodile or something like that. Like maybe these are her eggs and like these are little like Crocomire monster baby children or something like that. Or maybe it's just because the drawings are little. But uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I think that they look cool. I would have been uh, I would have been down to. Uh, to see Croc come back. Maybe it wasn't native to Zebus. Who knows? Well, that's so, the... So, yeah. It... Yeah, I, I was going to say, that's... Pro I think that's what makes the most sense, is that, like, if Crocomire were to come back, it would be like, okay, Crocomire is not native to Zebus. It just so happens that Samus fought one on Zebus, right? Um, and you can see a couple of these, like, this, the 12th image and the 15th image. Like, you can see Samus there for scale, and those are really big. 
So, like, that could be cool if there were different kinds of Krakenmire that appeared on different planets. Because in the, the text below this, you know, the thread creator, you know, the OP kind of suggests that this could be some kind of spice pirate thing where they brought him back, like, Ridley. But I feel like Ridley makes sense because Ridley's kind of like, you know, uh, a general on the battlefield yeah, and a general. little more. Right. Like, you, you kind of want Ridley back. Like, he's, like, you know, res, you know resuscitating Darth Vader. Right? Like, you kind of want to bring him back. Whereas Crocodile was kind of just, like, he wasn't really a space pirate. He was just, like, a, a beast on Zebus, right? Or just some, like, animal that Sam has fought. And I don't think, like, the space pirates really have any interest in, like, resuscitating what is essentially a wild animal, as far as I know. And, and really mm. is just some random thing, right? So I think it would make more sense for it to be, like, a, a more common, like, organism that just appears on other planets. And that would be cool. That'd be a cool way to bring it back, right? Like, that would... I feel like that would be less contrived than, like, oh, Crocomire is also a space pirate general, and here's Meta Crocomire. Like, that doesn't... Like, I guess Kraid, that makes... Like, Kraid kind of toes the line between these two. Even Kraid, I would say, is not, probably not a character that, like... Why would the space pirates create another Kraid that's so huge and, like, haul his ass all around? Um, same thing with Crocomire. Can't really fly. But, yeah, interesting ideas here. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, I don't know. I, I always had a soft spot for Crocomire, mostly just because I felt, like, horrible at the way he, like, literally melts to death in <laughs> Super Metroid. So, yeah, I, I think that it would make sense if, like, you found out that the Crocomire on Zebus wasn't native to the planet and uh you know I, I still got my my fingers crossed that we might see him again either in like maybe metroid 5 or if they do that uh, if they do that rumored super metroid remake so uh who knows we'll see one guy that i definitely wish that we did see is this giant space pirate looking monstrosity here that is right underneath this guy looks like the hulk and thanos and thor mixed into one um he just looks like incredibly awesome he doesn't really have a neck his head is like melded into his shoulders he looks like something that you fight in doom he's got like pincers instead of hands uh really really cool design very like alien very very phase on kind of influence looking uh this is a great design and i'm wondering why like it actually didn't get into the game because it, it almost looks like it kind of looks like the omega pirate but maybe a little bit uh buffed up in a sense so this this guy looks really really cool i think and it's too bad that we never got the opportunity to fight him yeah it almost reminds me a little bit of the original metroid prime right like the the insect form it kind of has that look a bit to me like just how like the the lines and the lights between it and like how it doesn't have like a head kind of has like a face in like a body um and it even says right there, like, pirate, like, an unknown, like, pirate prime boss, like, kind of speculating that maybe there's some kind of connection there. Yeah, really awesome design. Goes for that more, like, insecty space pirate look that, you know, like, a lot of the concept art of Metro Prime has, like, so much, like, insect, like, you know, aesthetic influence for the space pirates that I guess kind of gets toned down a little bit for the games. But, yeah, this would be a really cool enemy and absolutely would fit right in with, like you said, like, Doom. Or, or something along that line, which, I, you know, just a really awesome-looking kind of sci-fi enemy and really kind of any game there, too. So, yeah, looks awesome. Wish we could have fought it. Yeah, like, very, very physically imposing. And, mm -hmm. and the fact that he's got those, like, four weird, beady little orange eyes, I, I just think makes him look very creepy. So, yeah, it, it's too bad that we never got to fight this guy. Um, I'm wondering if maybe this kind of morphed into the Omega Pirate 
that we saw in Prime 1. I'm not sure. But uh, I think that if we were to fight him, we would have definitely needed the Samus Hulkbuster armor that we've got next. Uh, we have got Samus in... I mean, how else could you describe that other than literally Hulkbuster armor? It looks almost identical, no? Yeah, it's, it's definitely similar. I, it doesn't, I don't know if it's supposed to be as big, though. Right, like the Hulkbuster is like two or three times bigger than the actual like regular Iron Man suit. This like I don't know what they're doing here. It looks like they like prop the front of a car on like Samus's like head and chest or something there. But I really like the idea of having this like reverse engineered like Galactic Federation suit. It's more of like a mech than like a power armor, though some of the sketches in there make it look like there is some kind of it's more of like a power suit than than mech but I, I i it has like a bit of a federation force <laughs> look to it but like a federation force was cool and better made yeah. right like this is what it would look like like i kind of got the vibes where like maybe this is samus's ship actually and like you can go all transformers into it and like you get the the hulk buster plate that comes down like she's in the cockpit or something like that and like it is this big mofo mech because i think that that would be cool but like yeah i mean basically that's like federation force but not lame so yeah maybe uh maybe in our federation force 2 game that we were pitching a few months ago we should have mentioned the uh the samus hulkbuster who knows that would be cool i you know the having see this is what they got to do in the fusion sequel is have this like reverse engineered galactic federation <laughs> samus stuff as you fight them right like that this is perfect for that yeah i would uh i mean not to go all like zone of enders but man can you imagine like you're in space and you're in your gunship and all of a sudden you like it transforms into like this giant mech with arms <laughs> and an arm cannon and stuff that might that might be too that might be a like much. anime <laughs> but that that would be that'd be a cool cutscene to watch by god yeah um let's uh let's keep it going here uh further down the list we get a screenshot of uh i'll just read right from it power-ups for the morph ball so at one point they were potentially thinking of putting in the boost ball and the spider ball which is in um the phase on ball which who knows what that is the ice ball the fireball flammable the for the regular fireball and the cannonball so uh from what i'm getting from this image is that uh and there's some there's some very cool looking images of like different types of morph balls right under it but like what i'm getting at or what i'm reading from this is that they were very much thinking of like integrating morph ball combat in a, in a much bigger way than it ended up being in metroid prime 3 and i'm wondering if like fireball and ice ball kind of pertains to like maybe the bombs that you would have been able to drop off or if like you are actually like when you transform into the morph ball like you're a ball of fire or something like that because like you I mean, we have we have the boss battles of Metroid Prime Two that that are like literally morph ball boss battles, but th there's nothing really like that in Metroid Prime Three. So I'm wondering if maybe they thought of that and then moved away from it and decided just to go with like the more traditional combat, or if maybe there was some other reason that they couldn't implement this. But you know, we've talked about before that like it seems like the the power bombs are kind of you know they're a little bit stale and they they probably could use some some different customization in order to spice up that little bit of combat yeah i'm thinking that the ice ball and the fireball and might have been just to like explore areas further right like going through ice going through fire 
and it even says that i think like right in the thread over here it says yeah like brio right would be a perfect mm -hmm. area for those like you go into areas covered in fire covered in ice you could use the balls to maybe get farther in there maybe you'd use the phase in ball in like more of a combat situation or like to get access other areas that aren't like closed off by ice or fire or height or you know whatever um maybe the flammable was meant to like yeah like your fire your morph ball in the fireball form wouldn't be like literally fire but maybe in the flammable form it could have like some kind of flamey ore or something like that i don't know what the cannonball would be maybe some way to like shoot yourself launch like yourself yeah, yeah like some kind of launcher that'd be really cool i wish i wish they had kind of played with more about more of that i think we talked about this in a previous episode not too long ago where like mm -hmm. we'd love to see more variations of the morph ball and more ways to use it and it seems like they had some kind of idea of doing that but they you know it seems like they cut that early in development because we only have this screenshot this is from what looks like a debug menu so we don't even get to see anything don't even see what it looks like there's some kind of uh, concept art which shows you know what looks like could be like the cold ball or the ice ball or the fireball whatever and they could also just be like you know morph ball designs they do look really cool though if a bit abstract but i like the the interlocking gear design that looks really cool um the other morph ball kind of looks like knock like a noxus morph ball as if it was like inspired by uh you know hunters right interesting stuff mm -hmm. though i would love some more morph ball stuff yeah, I think that it's cool that you can like just literally see the the first piece of concept art there is just it looks like it's the regular morph ball and you can like see all the gears and stuff inside of it mm -hmm. and it's it's just an inside look into it so, so it's very very cool. Um, it, it just it's kind of like almost like a peek behind the curtains of like you know what the heck goes on when Samus turns into a morph ball. So yeah, it looks really cool. It's too bad that we like didn't get anything like that. I think one of the strengths of metroid prime is that it, it reintroduced the spider ball and you had a lot of different puzzles and different ways to explore with that and it feels like they haven't really built off that since then so you know hopefully in prime 4 mm -hmm. we can we can maybe look at uh expanding that but yeah um let's uh let's continue here we've got a few shots of your man and these yeah. images uh one of them is just like literally uh concept art so we've all seen that before and um, the one below it is of it looks like a it looks like a Phazon kind of infested Ridley. He really, really looks like a dragon in this particular piece of concept art. This is another fairly famous piece of concept art. Um, I love the way that his wings look, though. They look like robotic almost, which really fits in with the meta Ridley aesthetic. Um, he just he looks very, very cool. He looks like he's just like this possessed dragon demon he looks very intimidating yeah the first one looks there are some differences but he kind of he actually almost looks a lot like his smash ultimate you know super smash Bros. ultimate version in the first image um yeah but pretty much like what how he kind of looks in the first metroid prime and then yeah the second one that concept art i think that's like one of the most like noted like notable concept art images from metroid prime 3 like i've seen it so many times and ridley doesn't really look like that in either his meta form or his omega form in the game but i really wish he did because this looks so awesome and he really like looks so sick like way more alien demonic like like really corrupted by phasing you're right like the wings have this like kind of like motherboard look to it right like a printed mm -hmm. like you know, chip, like a computer chip almost. And then, like, the really organic, phasony looking body. It's so sleek and, like, you know, edgy, like, literally. And, like, 
form like that, which look look very distinctly different than like the meta form, and not as goofy looking as the Omega form, or you know how it kind of looks in Prime Three at times. I, I love this one of my favorite like Ridley concept arts like just ever. So this is I guess like more of uh, what they were kind of looking for, you know this like his like his image to what he was supposed to really look like in the game and obviously like they can only do so much in 2007 on the Wii graphically but really mm -hmm. looks cool though yeah no doubt no doubt um let's keep going here we've got an image of uh of samus kind of shedding her her arm cannon and her helmet looks like her suit's been damaged um not really not really a whole lot going on in this image other than you can see like zero suit samus kind of coming out of the of the power suit looks pretty cool, but, uh, not really a whole lot else going on. Yeah. That's, uh, some art looks cool. <laughs> Maybe there was a sequence or a scene in which Samus does this in prime three would be really cool and cinematic and maybe a little cheesy, but I've always wanted to see like Samus is like suit really destroyed in a Metroid game and not just like falling to pieces or like disappearing or whatever, but like it looks like torn there. It looks pretty awesome. And she's like comes out of it, but at the same time, it also looks way bigger than her, right? Like she's like, Oh, look ginormous. You know what I'm she saying? She might as well be in that mech. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Look, the proportions look a little bit off, but it looks cool though. I should, uh, I should give a shout out. Actually. I unboxed my, my, my arm cannon. Finally, I bought it at EB games. Like, six months ago and when i was waiting to move until i finally opened it but i finally did and i put my arm inside of it that thing's cool it's got like a little trigger you can even you can even pull you can shoot imaginary people it's pretty mm -hmm. it's pretty dope so i'm gonna take a picture of that and uh, tweet it out for you guys uh this is kind of weird next up on the list here we have three pictures of i guess flesh um mm -hmm. <laughs> they are flesh they're uh, textures and their their final names are skin carpet Eye flesh, meat floor, muscle rim, and shell wall. So there you go. I if you, if you're <laughs> trying to start like a, a metal band, I think you just got several great names there, like skin carpet, eye flesh, meat floor. Like those are right there, really good band names. So I would jot those down. Uh, ditto too. If you're looking for your first album cover art, I mean, look no That's further than uh, yeah, <laughs> shell wall. <laughs> so, let's move on uh let's talk about this this is a this is a pretty badass piece of concept art here we have like I, I don't even know this almost looks like a space station to me with like a dragon head on top of it and you could infer that maybe that's ridley um maybe it's not it's, it looks like it's like chained or tethered down or something like that um it looks very 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 cool i don't know how metroid necessarily it looks but uh, you know, it, it's a pretty cool. It's a pretty cool. Like float. What would you even call this? Like a floating fortress almost. I, I don't even know what I'm looking at. I'm not gonna lie. Like I don't. <laughs> I don't know what this is. Like, is it a fortress? Is it like just something that would be in like a room? Like, is it like a device? Like, I don't. I. I have no idea what it is. I. It's. It's certainly. If you were to tell me this was from a Metroid game. I would have no way to verify that because it doesn't even look like anything that has anything to do with Metroid. But. I, I don't know. I think it looks like some kind of device. Like, I wouldn't say it's like a space station or like some kind of like tower or station of some sort, like some kind. I think it would be like you find this in a room somewhere and it like it does something. I don't know. I have no idea. Uh, like, that's the thing. You can't tell if it's like 
a foot tall or like a thousand feet tall. Yeah. So it could be anything. I kind of get like Super Mario RPG vibes from it actually, and I don't know why, but I just do. Um, let's keep going here. I really, really love this next sequence of images. One of my favorite parts about Prime Three is the gradual like degradation of your of your PED suit as you absorb more and more phase on. Um, I, I think that that really kind of helps offset the fact that like you don't get a ton of different like suit upgrades or different suits in that game. It just looks really cool. And the next couple images here are like of Samus's actual face and her her eyeballs also reflecting that corruption. And I, and this I feel like this was like a missed opportunity to show this because I can't imagine it would have been that hard to get a shot here and there of like Samus's face and like what the corruption is actually doing to her. Um I think it looks uh, I think it looks like really really cool though. I guess like I guess to be fair you can see these images I was gonna say. when you you flat like the reflection comes in in the visor but like I, I feel like a, a close up shot of this would have been like really cool. Yeah, I was going to say I, I feel like I've seen this like through my playthroughs of Metroid Prime 3 and you do see it like in your reflection. I agree that like they should have just like taken the time to like I don't know give your give like a quick cutscene or a quick like you know cut to like her face in some like pre you know preset like situation or moment just to like really make it clear that's what's happening and why not do that like once for each like you know you can only do this like four times or even like three times I so I definitely agree they should have like really been a little more forward with making this more noticeable but i think it's still a really like cool subtle detail that if you're really observant you'll get this and and certainly by like the end of the game i think it's a lot more noticeable you almost at least see it at least once or twice while you're playing without you know trying i think Mm -hmm. yeah i I wish they would have just like like you said like shown it i think that that could have been pretty cool and yeah i mean like you only do it four times right so why not Mm. Um, flowing into that is the actual degradation of the suit. You can see the different concept arts of like Samus's corruptions in stage one and then two and then three and four. And, um, you know, stage four, like it kind of says here is nearly indistinguishable from dark Samus's suit. The only difference is like kind of the shape of the visor itself. But other than that, uh, our girl is looking a lot like dark Samus here. Yeah, so they only had, like, the three stages in the game, and they didn't include the fourth one, which pretty much makes her look exactly like Dark Samus, which I think the most part is that, like, it's her suit's almost entirely black and then blue, right? doesn't have any orange left, so it's pretty, like, on the nose, like, okay, like, you look exactly like Dark Samus, you've been that corrupted. Honestly, again, I think that's one of those things where it's it's a cool, subtle, like, not super subtle, but it's a cool detail for, like, Samus to go through these stages and become closer and closer to being, like, very, you know, as indistinguishable as in, indistinguishable as possible from Dark Samus until the very end. I think they could have just gone that step further. Like, why not? Um, just to really, like, drive that, you know, forward. And because it looks really cool, like, I think that would have been an awesome fight to see. Because even in-game, like, this is concept art, like, in-game... I think that that final stage, Samus still looks pretty like Samusy and doesn't look like too much like Dark Samus, even when she's fully corrupted. Um, I, I think like the having that like go just go the step further, you might as well, and it would look really cool. But still interesting to look at that. You know, that was something that they planned or at least had the idea and played around with a little bit. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it is too bad that they didn't go like 
one step further, especially when you're at the end of the game, when you're on phase, and, like, if you don't, um, if you don't, like, unload all the phase on from in you, you just, that'd be kind of cool if you literally just turned into, like, another Dark Samus or something, but I, I still think it was pretty cool, like, what we ended up getting. The corruption suit, or the PD suit, when it's corrupted, does look really cool, but, yeah, it is too bad that they didn't go one little bit, uh, step further. Um, let's, let's keep it going here, and the next couple images are a bunch of different concept art of the, uh, of the planet Brio, and, uh, I guess the original ideas were, were very different from what we ended up getting. I guess it was supposed to be a lot more, like, lush and, uh, like, jungle-esque, um, and you know what? Brio, I feel like, is kind of, like, a smorgasbord of, like, a fire level, but there's also some lush areas, but there's also that ice section, so looks like at one point they were going to really focus in on, like, the jungle aspect, maybe pulled it back a little bit. Uh, anything special you make of these images? Yeah, I, I, I guess the yeah, they were going for a different, you know, idea when they originally came up with the concept for Brio, and I like this, like, fungal. It is, like, lush in a way, but it feels more like, you know, decaying and... You know, it has that, like, fungal look to it. There's mushrooms and spores and, like, these spiky, you know, um, you know, fungus-looking things all over the place. And a lot of, like, smoke. And it looks kind of... It just doesn't look like it's, like, living or growing necessarily, even though there's stuff living there. It might not necessarily be, like, like a lush jungle, so to speak. I, I like how it looks. It's... I maybe I wish they had gone with this idea, maybe just not a Brio or somewhere else, but this idea of this big, like overgrown with uh you know all these different kinds of spores and fungus right and and that's like a big area you're fighting against but i think a lot of areas in metroid and especially in the prime series do kind of have a similar look to it or some kind of especially in prime 3 and, and prime 2 have this like some spory fungal kind of look to it um so i don't know it's still a cool look and i think the brio we got was awesome as well and we're gonna get a little more into that next but i like i like this art it's definitely i would love to have like yeah. especially the second part like that where you're going over like the bridge with all like the towers in the in the distance and like i wonder what's going on over there like that'd be really cool to check out and these huge spores all over the place a ton of clouds and smoke looks really cool definitely uh some interesting art here i, I wonder if they maybe changed the second one in particular because that was kind of similar to skytown I could see that, actually. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, sticking with Brio, we uh, got some pretty cool murals here. There's like some very, uh, some very ancient depictions of like uh, Brian, I guess, warriors. He's fighting like a uh, this dude. Almost looks like Kraid, actually. He looks pretty cool, but I'm pretty sure he's like the I don't even know what you call it, the golem, I guess, that helps you get to and fro in uh, in Brio, but. Uh, some very cool artwork here and, and like kind of, uh, the, the yellow and the red swirls, like really remind me of some of the designs in Zelda actually. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this is, uh, I mean, these, these like, what are they? Murals, I guess. Right. You'd call them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I, yeah, it very much reminds me of like wind waker <laughs> looking at them. Um, but I love the, I think this is really cool. And I think having this like artwork, like re reminds me a lot of like, you know, Metroid Prime where you originally go into it, you see a lot of like the Chozo artwork and like artifacts and all of that. Um, I think the Luminoth have some of this stuff too. So I think it would definitely have fit into the, the game. And I think like having like the Brionians, right? Like in there, 
really gives it that distinct look like of these like sentient actual like you know cultural creatures right and that they had this whole society and whatnot um really breathe some more life into the game and like the actual character behind the you know the area and behind the scenes and i i assume these i guess don't show up in the in the game anywhere but it would have been cool to have them show up i assume that they were just made available on the internet somewhere but these would have been cool to see like somewhere in game a bunch of murals and kind of going through the past and, and whatnot you could you do learn a little bit of what happened like about the brionians a little bit but like this would have been cool too and i really love this artwork it's actually actually some great artwork especially the second image i think is is awesome yeah no doubt no doubt um let's keep it going and let's move on to what mama robotnik describes as potentially a lost world and it's like a it's a very lush peaceful looking green field that samus's ship is flying over and it's like i can't tell if it's supposed to be underwater or like if that's like a cliff or something like that but uh it looks very corally to me uh the only way to to describe it is really just to go and, and look it's kind of a weird piece of art and right underneath of it uh are the edicoons who i guess are called uh endocoons potentially in metroid prime 3 um so they at one point maybe were rumored to come in and, and maybe they were they were living in this peaceful place i don't know what do you what do you make of this uh, piece of art deck the art is is something else it looks really cool it's like like a from how i'm looking at it it's like a wall with like this like coral like holish opening with like you know some kind of thing going across its diameter and then inside of it in this like i don't know some ring or tube like there's grass in the bottom and then like deeper in you can kind of see like what looks like a bubble encased like city almost like it looks like there's like these towers going up there or some other kind of tubes uh i mean really really wild and abstract it's hard to make of it or maybe it's like a hole in the ground that she's traveling into i don't know but it it, it looks like some kind of maybe even some kind of city, some kind of civilization or something left behind. And it look, there actually looks like there's a little, like if you see a buffer gunship on the top right of it right there, it looks like a, like a fairy from Zelda. I don't know what that is, but anyway, um, like it looks like Tattle or what are the other, whatever yeah, it's name, right? I, I can see that. <laughs> it looks yeah, like that. Could, it's got some Navi vibes. It looks on, Navi. Yeah. There we go. Um, Tattle's the one from Majora's <laughs> Mask. Right. Anyway. Yes. That's a, that's a deep cut though. I'm impressed that you knew that. Yeah. So... <laughs> I don't know. This this art is cool as hell. I just wish I kind of knew what I was looking at. But yeah, some kind of lost world. Uh, I, I'd be interested in Samus going to like these more abstract looking places that are almost like surreal and how they're made and like built. Um, I think that'd be really interesting to th take that kind of turn for the places that Samus goes to rather than just like, okay, they're planets with different biomes. Right, which is which is fine, but and but usually that's what like Metroid does. Like this is real. I have no idea really what this is, and I, that's what I really like about it. Like I would love to explore this, but I'd really figure it out. Um, and then yeah, below this the, the Endokun, great name. Endokun. Love Endokun, way better than Edokun. And do you think that they're possessed by X parasites? I do. Those are clearly X parasites. <laughs> um, look how they're floating in the air. But yeah, some really cool artwork here that. I don't, this is, oh, the artwork, it's, uh, is, oh, that's just concept art from Edicoon. Okay. That's just official. Okay, yeah, that, artwork, that's yeah. official artwork. I was like, oh, that looks exactly like an Edicoon. It is an Edicoon. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I guess there's just like a Endocoon, which maybe it's a type of Edicoon, like it's an older, like another version, or I don't know, it's a subspecies or something like that. I don't know. I, I, I would love to see what the Endocoon was supposed to look like.
I think that somebody gave the Edicoons like a leaf stone and they evolved into the Endocoons, maybe. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, let's let's keep it going and talk about Admiral Dane. This guy looks absolutely ridiculous. I am so glad that they didn't use this. He has an eye patch, a peg leg, a red cape, and a lightsaber rapier sword. He looks so ludicrous that it's actually kind of awesome. But can you imagine this guy showing up in Metroid Prime 3? Hell yeah. He looks awesome. I want this guy. I want this Admiral Dane. I want this Admiral Dane in the Fusion sequel. And I don't... Yeah. This this Admiral Dane is a space... He's a space pirate. I mean, he's this is a pirate if I've ever seen one in my life, right? Yeah, maybe he. This is like the bad Admiral Dane. You have to fight at the end of the game. He gets like turned to the dark side or something like that. His this is an awesome design. Like maybe boy, just like boy. change his face a little bit and like just na- make him somebody else. Like I'm totally down for this character. Super looks super awesome. I really like it. You know what? I, I actually could totally get behind this if we got rid of the peg like the the peg leg just kills it for me (laughs) (laughs) it's so it's so ludicrous but again it's so ludicrous that it's kind of awesome actually like if this guy showed up in smash i would be like okay cool let's do it peg leg attack that's what i'm saying this 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 is the character we need screw silex we need (laughs) pirate dane uh shout out to pirate dane and yeah this is definitely a bad boy too he's he's a space pirate Mm-hmm. Uh, he's got the eye patch. He's got a mean look on his face. Uh, if you're if you're not following along with us, do yourself a favor. If you don't do anything else, and go check out Space Pirate Admiral Dane because this dude is not messing around. Nope. Um, let's let's uh, let's go straight down to your boy again, Ridley. And uh, I'm curious at your <laughs> opinion on some of this concept art here, Dak. <laughs> I don't even know what I'm looking. So I've. I've seen the the second image I think before where he looks like I don't know like some like Akira Ridley like some crazy like cybernetic like demon Ridley I don't even know what that is um the first one looks like dry bones Ridley <laughs> like you know like if this was Ridley in like Mario Party and then he had a dry bones version this would be him uh really goofy looking yeah, okay, okay. In- interesting interesting idea i don't know how they would implement this into metroid with it like making sense like um maybe like a failed um you know reincarnation of ridley made by the space pirates and like it doesn't it's all deformed looking and whatnot um that'd be cool or like maybe like a a ridley like meshed with a space pirate and that's what it looks like that'd be cool uh the second image yeah really crazy design like the, I don't, it almost looks like a, a metal gear solid robot although i don't even know like it has this like it way more dinosaur like a meta- it looks like a robo like a cybernetic dinosaur almost um both images don't have like either like a tail or like wings and ridley's head like looks a little more different like the first one obviously way more dinosaur-y and like almost yoshi like <laughs> and then the, the second one like way like flatter and, and thinner um, I really like that second design. I think that would have been really, really cool with this, like, way more robotic, like, almost entirely a robot um, and, like, has this – it almost looks like a Mass Effect alien, too. Like, it's 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 sick. I love the second design, um, and I would have loved to have seen that, maybe, you know, more than, like, the Omega Ridley we got. I'm, I'm surprised that you didn't say this, but the first image, to me – 
especially like his jaws and his beak look exactly like Ridley X from Fusion. Like, exactly. oh yeah, oh yeah, definitely look has some Ridley X to it as well. And I mean that makes sense too because Ridley X is also like a deformed clone of a clone of Ridley. And I always like the idea of like you know the further they clone that clone over and over again, like the you know the more deformed and and feral and different it would look from the actual Ridley. So maybe that's like a similar idea here. Um, but yeah, that's a good point. It does kind of have that Ridley X look to it. Uh, very dinosaur like. You yeah. you nailed that. It's right on the money. I can see the second one, man. Like fighting Samus's mech in space. We just have a big space battle between these two Gundams. Like, yeah, that'd be kind of cool. I'd be down for that. So. That actual like the they bring back Mecha Ridley. They bring back the Ridley robot, and it's like Ridley robot 2.0. Let's like go. This. I'd be down yeah, for be that. Cool. Oh, you know what? the The middle guy does have a tail. Actually, I just it, it's hard to see though. Oh, it's very it, light blue. Oh, I, oh, it's a tail. Okay, I got it. It's yeah, but yeah, <laughs> it, it, Metal Gear Solid is a good one. Um, it 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 kind of reminds me actually. I don't know if you played it or not. But uh, Horizon Zero Dawn mm. is like kind of, it kind of has like dinosaurs, but they're they're mechanical, like they're robots. And this guy would fit right in in that game. So, yeah, very very cool. Uh, but I I can understand why we didn't see it. Right. So, um, all right. Well, we've got like a ton of text uh, under here, but I don't think uh, there's anything too too relevant. They're just uh, what I'm assuming are unused kind of scans here about a bunch of different things um turrets phase on sprays gandrea is in here or gandreda um anything sticking out to you here or do you just want to move past that i there's a whole lot of reading but i see a couple interesting ideas here but nothing nothing too crazy i'm shout out to salamander though all the way at the bottom well, we uh, we get some more screenshots from the ending of Metroid Prime 2 right underneath it. And it's kind of funny, actually, because like in Metroid Prime 3, you see Samus's gradual degradation. But in Metroid Prime 2, with each battle, you see Dark Samus kind of succumbing more and more to the phase on until you get to the end where like it's literally just her skull. And it's, it's super creepy. It's super badass. Uh, I always really loved that. And I'm not really sure I ever kind of realize the juxtaposition of those two until like literally this moment oh yeah just in terms of the way that their suits break down yeah i well hey man you're uh you're that's some literary you know insight right there you're i think you're on the money maybe that wasn't maybe that was intentional right it was supposed to be a reflection hey, maybe who knows um i i gotta hear what you think of this i i'm assuming this is dark samus right under here uh, i gotta hear what you think of this this looks like something literally out of my nightmares uh i i don't know if i can even do it justice it's look there's a dark samus uh figure here but it's like completely like it's got the shape but it's it's got like ghost like kind of quality to it the arm cannon is still blue but other than that it's a black and white suit with three orange eyeballs and a glowing orange orb in the middle. We have like a whip for a hand, which looks super demonic and menacing, and like a dark Samus hood. This is like, this is Resident Evil stuff right here. I there's so many images from like the cut content and concept art from the Metroid Prime trilogy that like 
they could have made these games so much scarier and grotesque and i almost wish they did like it just wasn't maybe it just wasn't possible and they're like nintendo games so they probably never would have but like i think this design is so sick um it's it's uh, the whip may be a bit ridiculous but like i think like it looks so cool like it has a really like ghastly yeah, ghoulish look to that. it like i love seeing the bones in there and like the half skull with the the heart in the middle, like it looks, and and honestly, I am kind of about the whip. Yeah, I, I really wish, and even like down further where she has more of like the the armor look, like the shoulder pads with the big phase and spikes, and and this huge, like it's so organic looking and visceral. Um, and yeah, the skull is like protruding. I, yeah. I think that the the center bottom one looks really really cool. Uh, honestly, looks really sick. I really wish we could have gotten something like this. Like, I honestly, I know they'll never do it because. Uh, maybe it doesn't appeal to as many people, like, but like they could really go like more dead spacey, right, with Metroid Prime, and I think it would work so well. And maybe we would have gotten that had the Metroid Prime trilogy been made in more modern, you know, times of game development rather than in the 2000s. So I, I, who knows? I, maybe they'll go this route more with Metroid Prime 4. I doubt it, but some of the concept art from trilogy is absolutely fantastic, and and I love this look for Dark Samus. Looks so cool. Yeah, I, I mean. Like- Metroid, I don't think, has ever, like, shied away from... Like, I don't think it's that far from Dead Space, really. Like, because some of the monsters that you fight are fairly grotesque. Like, maybe not to that, you know, to that certain level. But I don't think that it's, like, a quantum leap to get there, you know? So, like, I could definitely see Prime 4 kind of putting its foot forward in that direction. Um, yeah, this this bottom middle version of, of Dark Samus... I, frankly, all of the versions of Dark Samus here on the bottom look very very cool and it and it is a little bit too bad that you know instead of fighting this like jacked up mutated version of dark samus that we we kind of we basically got like the same boss battle that we had in metroid prime 2 which you know we we fought dark samus three times in metroid prime 2 so like i always thought that the that the ending sequence with dark samus was was a little bit weak actually in metroid prime 3 so it is too bad that we didn't get you know something Something like this, where it's like very distinctly different. Maybe this is too far, and like you really wanted to have that that image of like you know Samus and Dark Samus and the dichotomy there. But uh, yeah, it's it's too bad that we never got anything like this for sure. I think if Metroid was made for Xbox or PlayStation or PC, like this is the kind of stuff we might get sometimes with Metroid. But because they're Nintendo games and like kids play them. Even, like, Metroid still, like, is made for, like, a kid system a lot of the time. Or, like, you know, with a lot of, like, crossover with a product that has a lot of kids' games. Maybe the, these designs, I think, might be a bit too much <laughs> for games that are likely being played by kids. Whereas if they wanted to do, like, a mature Metroid or, like, one that might skew, skew a bit to, you know, older audiences. Like, this is definitely the stuff you would, you would see, I think. And it's just... It might be a bit too scary for some people, I think, if they really went with some of these designs and, like, how, how like, crazy looking they are. Yeah. Yeah, okay, I guess. I don't know, man. I remember being being pretty uh, being pretty frightened at the SAX back in the day, so... And that's what I'm saying, is the SAX is scary, and to be honest, like, looking back at it now, it's not scary at all. Um, and that's on a Game Boy Advance game. I mean, it's not, it's intense, but, uh, you know, when I was a kid, that, that was scary. And honestly, there are moments in Metroid Prime itself, which are, you know, somewhat scary, right? Um, for kids. And, sure. and I would say compared yeah. to this stuff, that stuff is way more tame. So imagine this kind of stuff in a game. Yeah, that'd be pretty freaky mm-hmm. for sure. 
Um, all right, let's keep it going. Speaking of freaky here, we got a bunch of concept art of what uh, is called the Space Pirate Metroid Breeding. Oh, facility. oh, you skipped this... one. You skipped one, man. What about the Samus versus Space Pirates gift? Do you have that to load on your thread? Oh, yeah, you know what? Yeah, you're right. I, I did skip that. Let's talk oh. about that for a quick second. I, I just got to say, uh, the, the John Woo Metroid gif. Um, I don't know. I, I'm. They probably cut this because it probably, uh, you know, it doesn't really fit at all into anything. <laughs> but this would have been really cool. I, this it's a really awesome uh, sequence right there. Seeing Samus, you know, jumping in slow motion midair, the roll, um, elbowing a like forearming a space pirate in the in the throat and shooting it. Uh, looks pretty cool. You know why I skipped this is because they basically took this and put it into other M. <laughs> all your melee combat and your ridiculous slow motion dives and stuff like that yeah this is I'm, I'm about this yeah i'm about it too i think i still think like samus getting like rolling with the space pirate getting a little too close for comfort but um i, I love this kind of stuff samus getting way more active and being more actiony looks cool so i yeah mm. i would have loved to see more stuff like this um, notable too that she is in her power suit and not the PED suit. So mm -hmm. maybe this was originally taking place at the beginning of the game. Yeah, this know. could have been like in the very intro sequence, right? But I'm sure this was something just like maybe like an animation, like show off or a concept rather mm -hmm. than something that was actually in game and got cut. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, now let's get over to mm -hmm. the Space Pirate Metroid breeding facility. This place looks kind of kind of creepy. Um, it was originally supposed to be explored on the pirate homeworld which you know makes a lot of sense that they would have something local and not just all these uh test facilities out on you know these distant planets like uh talon 4 and, and everything like that um some pretty some pretty cool artwork here like a pretty pretty neat looking uh picture of a metroid kind of in captivity with some some cords attached to it um i always really liked the the pirate homeworld actually i know that some people aren't in love with it because it's like, it's kind of dark, and you have to do a lot of stealth segments there. But I always had a really good time when I was there, acid rain and all. So uh, I would have been actually totally down to see this Metroid test facility. But I can understand maybe why they didn't put it in, because at this point, it really the story really is about, like, you know, the Federation versus the pirates and, and the looming threat of, of FaZe. So maybe the Metroid facility would have been, like, not necessarily needed at this juncture in the story, but uh, it would have been pretty cool maybe to see it nonetheless. Yeah. I, you know, something that, that certainly, I don't think it would have hurt, but maybe just, they were, they cut it, you know, for time or, you know, you know, making it more concise and whatnot. It looks really cool though. I, I'm, it, yeah, it's not something that like I'm losing sleep over not having to go through, has some interesting ideas. You got the eggs, you got like the Metroid hooked up to stuff. Pretty cool. Um, maybe they threw this in as like a room or two and snuck it in there rather than being its whole area. But yeah, shame that didn't make the full game. Pretty interesting stuff, but nothing too crazy. You know, it's, it's pretty, uh, run of the mill space pirate stuff we've seen in other areas. Um, well, we got some more concept art here and it looks like it's a, a mixture of concept art from all over. We've got some shots of, uh, of Elysium. We've got some shots of Brio. I think there's one of the pirate homeworld there right at the bottom. Um, some pretty cool I, environmental uh, stuff here. Yeah, I was going to say, I think this is actually, um, this isn't like concept stuff. This is for all this is in game. It's just like shots like at really hard like angles or like 
places you can't really access in game, I suppose. All right, let's let's keep it going here. Um, we have got some storyboards, and uh, if you've kind of seen one storyboard, you've seen them all. But there's some very cool artwork here. A lot of like black and white artwork. Um, I'm not picking out any particular scene in the game here. I I don't know if that's Dark Samus or not. Um, I can't tell. It doesn't necessarily look like Dark Samus. The the visor is too angular, but uh, looks like uh, looks like one heck of a battle, nonetheless. Uh, looks pretty cool. Oh yeah, the storyboard. Uh, yeah, this is. I th- I would say it's probably Dark Samus. You know, like maybe just an early, you know, drawing of it. Some I really I I mean it goes from that to like it's kind of like almost watercolory to like more like drawn like um storyboard after that um which looks mm-hmm. really cool almost like manga ish right and of course you got Samus and Ridley fighting for a bit of it uh you know Samus flying in onto a planet which has you know a storm going off Samus uh losing her suit it seems flying around in a ship getting back her suit uh it looks like she runs into Rundus it seems or someone else at one point some really and, and looks like she runs into like an Aurora unit or a mother brain, something like that. Are some really sh- awesome shots in here. Like I'm I'm looking through all this, like scrolling through it, and uh, you even yeah you get the the Helios the ball unit again, fighting that. Some really sick and and awesome ideas here. Like I love the shots, like where Samus is like her reflection in the the broken glass and it gets like cracked through, and you see her fight you know floating around in like the vacuum of space. So really awesome stuff in here. I and and kind of. It seems like it has some sort of influence on the on Metroid Prime Three itself, though we don't actually get you know these sequences in game. Hmm. Yeah, I, I'm really just like impressed by how great like Samus's suit and Samus's ship look. Like the the lighting on these pictures just looks like very very cool, especially because it looks like they were just like hand drawn pencil drawings. It looks looks really awesome. So mm-hmm. uh, I always love kind of taking a look at storyboards and seeing like what kind of changed, what stayed the same, where you can kind of see that influence of. Um, yeah, actually, the w- watercolor was a perfect way to describe the the first couple there. They look very serene, very cool, uh, very creepy in the in the sense of the middle one with all, like, orange eyes and dark Samus and regular Samus standing off uh, next to each other. So, yeah, some some really cool stuff here. Um, and it looks... It looks... Like that is the end of the cut content for good measure. They threw in our uh, our Ridley Mecha Dragon base that we don't know if it's uh, an inch or a mile long. So we've got that near one last time. But that takes us to the end of the cut content for Metroid Prime 3. Yeah, I want to go back and look through more of these like storyboard ideas. They're really, like they have some cool. Um sequences here obviously some really sick artwork both in the storyboards and like just throughout the concept some of the stuff we've seen before definitely some of it is new to me i like how we got to see some of these models out um really up close and yeah this is a no a solid haul shout outs to mama robotnik for assembling all of this there's still there's just so much i mean this has to be like all these threads combined like the the largest like organization or i wouldn't say database but like collection of metroid like alternate content or cut content or whatever like that on the internet right like it's all right here so um 
and this has been around for almost a decade, it seems. So really cool stuff. And, you know, would love to hear people's thoughts on some of these like storyboards and what they think some of these storyboards might have been or, or meant for. Um, some of them are obviously like boss cutscenes and sequences, some intro sequences. But maybe if anyone catches any cool ideas or things we missed, I'd love to hear what you think. Uh, especially on like the Dark Samus with the whip. What do you think about that? Things like that. Um, yeah, some really awesome stuff in here. I'm glad we, we've made an effort to go through uh, as much of it as we can. Well, we're not done either. We've still got Metroid Prime Hunters, which we're not going to be able to get to today. Uh, we've got what they call Toon Metroid, so we'll figure out what that is. And we might even go back and revisit some of the uh, the few pieces of Metroid Prime 2 mm-hmm. that we didn't cover in Metroid Prime 1.5. So, yeah, I mean, shout out to the GOAT, Mama Robotnik, over on NeoGAF. Not Reddit, NeoGAF. Yes. That's like that's like the, the OG kind of site. So, yeah, shout out to uh, to Mama, wherever you are in the world. Um, can't encourage everybody enough to, to open this and follow along um, as we're going through this. Check it out. Share it with some of your Metroid friends. I will link it in the show's description and then the mm-hmm. tweet. And uh, yeah, just, just go go take a look because there's some really cool ideas here and a lot of great like what if moments that uh, that come up from from viewing this. Um, Dak, anything you want to say before we get out of here for this week? Uh, I'm trying to think. Oh, you mentioned some TV shows you watched. I mentioned movies. Um, I did recently finish. The Magicians, which was pretty decent. Uh, I'm currently finishing up The 100, which I think is a pretty good uh, CW sci-fi show that's finishing up on Netflix. If you're into sci-fi and can take some of the cheesy, like, melodrama, pretty good. I got to finish The Expanse. Andy, I don't know if you've watched that, The Expanse. Uh, I'm trying to convince my wife to watch it with me, but she's she's not having it. Yeah, so I've watched the first three seasons or so, and I have to watch... I have to rewatch them and watch the the fourth season. My roommate's watching Billions, so I got to get into that. A lot of TV, a lot of shows to watch and, and finish up. I'm I think I'm missing another show. Um, but that being said, uh, yeah, that's all I could think of. But I, I want to make sure I mention that <laughs> before we got out of here. Shout out to the Expanse. I yeah. I want to watch that. I, I I'm just like I'm a sucker for for sci-fi. Obviously, I I love Metroid. So yeah, sci-fi is like right up my jam i actually just went and bought like a bunch of like classic sci-fi books so i'm gonna mm. start to uh, to plow through some of those nice so yeah um well we hope that uh you guys like sci-fi and that you guys are liking the omega metroid podcast um thank you to uh metroid database as well we should have mentioned uh, at the top of the show just for their continued support throughout the year of 2020 uh go and check them out they've been doing this since 1996 that is older than a lot of our listeners listening right than, now. So it's not older than me. Never mind. Almost. <laughs> it, it's close. It's Almost. Close. So, I mean, you know, you know where to go if you need uh, your Metroid fix, um, and you know where to go if you want to subscribe to us. Go over to Podbean, iTunes, Google Podcasts, uh, wherever you get your podcast. Like and subscribe. Give us a five star review if you think we've earned it. We'd really appreciate that. And uh, tell your Metroid fans in your life all about this podcast and where they can get their weekly Metroid fix. Check us out over on Twitter at Omega Metroid Pod. I am at Spateri316. He is at DakCity underscore. And we are going to get out of here. Happy New Year, everybody. And we will see you back here next week.